0: Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renew Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami.
1: Okay, good morning, everyone. Good morning. I'm glad to see you here today. I'm going to ask you guys to do me a little favor. Grab your phone. Pull your phone out pull your phone out I know a lot of you guys when you go to restaurants and when you go out you check in and you take pictures of food and stuff like that so if I could ask you to go ahead and check in to Renew Church Renew Miami well I want to start off by um, by praying I want to thank you Lord God for today Thank you for this wonderful people that are here. Thank you for the Hope Center and their guys. Thank you for Renew Church, Father God, who sponsors. Thank you, Father God, for the vocational training and the hospital and the clinic that takes care of the guys. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you provide. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys. These guys here, will you stand for me, the guys from the Hope Center? Thank you. These guys have uh, decided to take a big step in their life and uh, dedicate themselves to Jesus for a year. Now, the year is just the beginning because our mission at Hope Center Ministries is to exist to lead addicts and their families to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Because you follow Jesus Christ, there's a lot of perks. You leave drugs, you leave alcohol, you leave things of the world to follow Jesus. Amen? Amen. These guys get up at 4.45 in the morning every day, except Saturday and Sunday. They do their bed because that's the first thing they accomplish before they walk out of their room. They've already got something done. Then they pray, they have breakfast, they have devotions. And then you've got some guys that leave and go to vocational training. Vocational training is very important for the Hope Center because that's how we keep the lights on. That's how we pay the bills. These guys pay for their own program. We've got a couple of uh, guests today. Peter Schneble, I want to thank you for coming out. He's one of the vocational training's for, uh, for the guys. I want to thank Homestead Community Health Center, Barbara and her group. These are key people in these guys' lives. When they're sick and they're not feeling well, they go see Barbara and her crew. When the lights need to stay turned on, they go see Peter (laughs) Schnebley. Today's a big day. We've got two guys that are getting baptized. We've got uh, two guys giving testimony. And God's just doing beautiful things. Beautiful things in the Hope Center. How many of you got one of these little blue bands? If you don't have one, I would recommend you get one. It's uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17. And what it says is, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's That's... That's good stuff. That means when these guys get up in the morning, they don't have to look in the mirror and say, oh, my name is Javier, and I'm an addict, and I'm gonna have a bad day. They don't need to get up in front of a group of people and say, hi, my name is Javier, and I'm a recovering addict. No, they can get up and say, I'm a new creation, Christ Jesus. God has made me brand new. I'm the director of the Hope Center, and I'm thankful for that. I don't see that I could be anywhere else. I'm not going to take much time. Um, I've, got, I've got Jackie that's going to come up. She's our admissions coordinator. She's going to give a few words, and after that, she's going to have uh, Demetrio come up, who's going to give a few words, and then Demetrio's going to have Randy, come up, and it goes on to Pastor Obed, who's the recovery coordinator. But I want to tell you guys that that we count on you. We need you. We need your support. We need you guys to come out. If you're a man, I need you to come out and counsel. Be a mentor for the guys. Be a good example for what these guys need in their life. Jackie, if you'd like to come up and give a few words. We got to keep it short, though. (laughs) My
2: brother. Hi, everybody. I am Jackie, and I am a new creation in Christ. Praise God. So, yes, quickly. First, I just want to thank all of you who partner with us. Like, honestly, what a blessing. It's awesome. Um, thanks for being here. I am the admissions coordinator for Hope Center Ministries. I get to find those that are sick and tired of being sick and tired and finally looking for a program like our Hope Center. Um, Listen, we need to fill the house up. We are at a place where we should have people on a waiting list. I am sure you know someone who's struggling or somebody who knows somebody who's struggling. My phone number is on the brochures out in the lobby. We have a table please call me, even if you're not sure, it doesn't matter. Call me, I'll work with the family, whatever it takes, but it's so important for us to be able to let Miami know we are here. We have arrived. We are here to help. Our program is not like any other. We do not take insurance. The program for the entire year costs $700. That You can't get that. I paid almost 20,000 for 48 days of my treatment. So it's important that that word gets out because a lot of people think they can't get help because of money. We don't want that to be the reason. That's why your support for our scholarship fund is important financially. We also have information on the table outside for that. Um, but also, if we're able to help somebody, just start the process. God takes over. I've seen it. This morning I had the pleasure to go to Homestead Renew and with Daniel, who gave his testimony and it's just amazing. This is real deal. This is not scripted. this is real life. This is Jesus moving in the lives of his broken children. So I just wanna encourage you, even if it's $10 a month to give so we can provide a scholarship for someone who does not have that money. If you wanna sponsor somebody who's gonna come in, come talk to me. If you wanna provide for the needs of the house as a whole, talk to Javier. We have so many needs and we know Together we can beat this in Miami. Thank you. How's that, oh, Dimitri? Everybody.
0: <laughs> Morning. Uh, my name is Dimitri. I'm from uh, California, I'm born and raised in the Bay Area, and uh, I'm an, uh, i was an alcoholic. I mean, when I started drinking, I was 14. And that was because my dad wouldn't sign a permission slip for me to play soccer for the state of California. So after that, I stopped playing soccer and I turned to the street. So I ended up in gang in a gang around drugs and alcohol. I wasn't doing drugs, but I was selling drugs up until the point where I, when I came to the Hope Center. And then I've been in a couple of shootouts in my life. One that I can remember was when I, when I was 15. I was giving my uncle a ride and then when I picked him up, I told him I was gonna stop at my homie's house real quick, and I smoked the blunt, started drinking, and then when we got back in the car, a car pulled up, and when I started getting in a shootout, my uncle got shot eight times. And then, he was, I remember him telling me, nephew, I ain't gonna make it, I'm gonna die. So I hit him across the chest, I was like, hold on, we're gonna make it. So I drove him all the way to the emergency room, and thanks to God, he's still alive. Amen. And, and then, uh, a week before coming here, I was in the hospital and the doctor told me that if I kept drinking, I was going to die soon because I was drinking since I woke up till I went to sleep. So I thought about my kids. I have three sons, an 18-year-old, 15-year-old, and an 11-year-old. So what I did, I called my aunt, asked her for help to find me a program. So she found the Hope Center. She told me, I found a program, but you have to call yourself if you really want to get help. So I got on the phone and called, and then the next day, I was in a plane to Miami. And me being here at the Hope Center has gotten me closer to God, changed the way that I think, and I just want to thank Obed, Javier, Pastor Trevor, Rene Church for everything they do for us. When I graduate, I'm thinking of probably internshipping for the Hope Center and starting my own business. So the Hope Center does work. That's all I want to say. Randy, thank you.
3: How y'all doing, everybody? Okay, uh, I just want to say I want to thank the Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I just thank God. Man, my addiction, man, the consequences of my addiction has caused me a lot of devastation. You know, uh, I was equipped to, I was always inviting dysfunction in my life. You know, uh... The people who loved me the most, I hurted them, man. You know, my family, they was showing me that tough love, cause I needed it at that state. You know, I, I needed it at that state. And uh, you know, I would get mad at them because they are showing me this tough love, but I know it was out of love. You know, uh, growing up, man, I was violent. You know, violence was the way that I reacted. You know, uh. Today, I realize, man, how lost I was. You know, I stole from my parents. I lied to them. I manipulated them. You know, and God is so good, because he can mend them bridges back together. My family is here today. Please stand up. Uh, It's through God's grace and mercy, man, that I'm still here today, man. Uh, I dealt with a lot of near-death experiences that humbled me. You You know, God broke me to a point where I realized that I need him in every aspect of my life. And I'm here today boldly proclaiming his name. Thank you for letting me show
4: Good morning. Y'all can hear me? Yeah. The first service, half of the service, I, I preached without a microphone. Nothing new. First of all, how many are grateful this morning? Yeah. Let's give a hand to the whole center. Yeah. I told Randy this morning, I go, Randy, did you invite somebody to church? Go, Why do you say that? <laughs> Randy's one of my guys that when he hugs me, I think less and less I'll have, I'll, I'll have a... I probably my back because he, he loves hugging me. He goes, "No, I didn't invite nobody." I go, "Look out the door." Whoa! He saw his mom. He got so happy. Thank you for coming. Uh, all of our sponsors, thank you for coming this morning. Uh, God is good. God is grateful. I mean, you got me here. I I am very excited to be here this morning. Somebody asked me, "How did how did I get this?" I'm not gonna say position. Because it's more of a calling than a job. Amen. Amen. And I did get thanks to my brother, Javier. My brother, my director, uh, my partner in crime, like we say. I remember when Javier was running through his addiction problem, I was his director. Amen. I saw him go through. I'm glad his parents are here this morning. And I was part, when he accepted the position as the director of the Hope Center, and he looked at me and he goes, one day, he goes, I'm not doing this alone, you'll come with me too. I said, okay, we'll see. And God brought us together one more time to do what God wants us to do in Miami-Dade County. There is a need out there. Uh, Just the other morning, or the other night, I was watching TV and what really surprised me was the drug that's out there, fentanyl, if everybody in the United States would have taken that drug, everybody would have died. That's how much drugs we had invested in the United States. Then I said, if everybody would die, where they will go? If everybody would die, what would happen? A mess, a massive chaos in the United States. Just for one little pill keeps on killing and killing and destroying our society. But I come this morning as the recovery coordinator. What's my job? Nobody told me about my job. I'm their pastor. I, I, I care about them. I, I see them grow. I see them get mad. I see them, uh, when they want to leave, we pray with them. No, you're not leaving. You're staying. And it's a tough job, but it's a job that God brought me to, to do. To love them just the way they are. Jesus had compassion, that's right. and we keep on having compassion with them and with everybody that needs it. We are in a we're in a society that the world needs compassion. The world needs Jesus. I don't, I don't know. That's how long I have right now. Wow! I'm telling you, every day, every time I preach, I get less and less. <laughs> I wonder why. I'm like Pastor Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> but those that watch online. Those that are watching us this morning, I just want to say that one important thing I want to share with you is the Word of God. I'll have a moment of prayer. Father, I just ask you now that you bring your Word. You let that be a blessing to each one of us. In Christ's name, amen. amen. There's one area in our life that we're it's very hard to do, but we have to do is surrender. I mean... The word surrender means total, total dedication, total take everything out of yourself and give it all. Things that are holding us back to do a lot of things. And the word of God says in 2 second, in second, uh, Corinthians chapter 12, uh, Paul, but I'll, I'll start with verse 8, because I like with verse 8 when it says, three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so the power of God can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in my, in my insults, hardships, persecution, trouble that I suffer for Christ for when I am weak, for sure I know I am strong. What a big difference. Sometimes people say, when you're weak, you're weak. No. Through your weakness, you become strong. Through your weakness, you become somebody new. Through our sufferness, through our situation, we have to surrender. Now you ask me, yeah, you're, you're going to have to it to the $500,000 $500, question. What do you want me to surrender, Pastor? What do you need surrendering? In? To practice to let go and to let God Amen. it's time to let go it's time to let go of things that I cannot no longer control and let God be the one to take control Amen. if I'm here this morning I can tell you one thing I know what it is to have everything and I know what it is to lose everything and I know when, when, it, when, when, when I want to be blamed I, I got to a point in life I started blaming people but thank God that I realized I was the problem, not the people. I stopped halfway, I started forgiveness. And this is where I can say this morning I let go so God could start working in me. Amen. And this morning, He wants you to let go so He could start working in you. He wants to let go of all those things that you can no longer control, to be free from your fears. Sometimes we want to have we want to be the, the isolated person. Guess what? Isolating yourself makes it worse. There's always going to be somebody there to give a hand to tell you that if you can do it, Christ could do it for you. This morning, the Word of God says when Paul said that, he was as concerned of everything, all the insults he was running through. How many insults we have run through? How many hardships, how many uh, disappointments, disillusions out there, deception people are giving us. And sometimes we, 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 we might think that we're not worth a lot. But let me tell you something in God's eyes, you are worth more than enough. He did everything on that cross so you could be a special person for Him. You're unique, there's nobody else like you. He did you the way he wanted you to be. But he wants you to become a better person in Jesus Christ. How I many remember the word of God when he when, when talks about the, the three Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? How I many I, I mean, remember that one? I'll, preach, I'll, I'll probably preach a longer one next time. But I'll, I'll give a shorter one this morning. It got to a point that they, they, they decided not to bow down to none of those idols. It got to one point that they had to do a total surrender. But one thing they, they said to the, to, to, the, uh, to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, and Daniel chapter three, they told him clearly hey, we don't care what you do. We're no longer going to bow down to your king because we know who we trust in. We know who's the one who's going to free us from your hands. And let me tell you something. If you have a stronghold this morning in your life something's holding you back, I'm going to tell you something. Surrender all to Jesus so you can be free because if sunset sets set you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. There is hope in Jesus. There is hope in Christ. And he told them very clearly, Sadrach, Meshach, Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to offend ourselves before you if we are thrown into a furnace blazing the God whom we serve is able to save us and let me tell you something this morning the God we serve he is able to save us you might be be running through a fire this morning you might be running through problems this morning but let me tell you something don't give up. Don't give up. Because God never gave up on you. God will never give up on you. His goodness, his greatness, he is an awesome God. I have one question this morning. What are you willing to surrender? What is holding you back this morning? What is holding you back to surrender All to Jesus. It's good to come Sunday morning to church. I have no problem with that. But what happens when it comes through Monday through Friday out there, when the real, the the real, hardcore stuff happens? Who do we trust in? Where do we go? What do we do? His grace is sufficient. His love is sufficient. He loves us so unconditionally. That he sent his son Jesus on a cross this morning to show you and me that there is hope in Jesus. As we played this morning a song, I want you guys to think about this last part. I want to say, word, are you willing to surrender? If you believe in Jesus, all to Jesus I surrender. And don't surrender some. Surrender all. What is all? Everything. All. Everything. Surrender it all. When you surrender, you're no longer in control. That's why the Word of God says in Galatians 2.20, I will finish with this. For I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives and me. Let <laughs> Christ take the throne in your life. Let Christ be the one in your life to take control, and you'll see the victory in Jesus. Let's all rise this morning as we pray. Anybody this morning has been gonna pray and will sing a song, is willing to say, Pastor, I surrender. This just just lift up your name lift up your hands say I surrender praise God say I surrender my my life I'm running through hard times I'm running through bad times you're not alone God is with you he will be with you you have brothers and sisters in this church that could be our hero for you Father in the name of Jesus those that raised their hand this morning let them understand Father they're not alone have they surrender out to Jesus, may you come this morning and be the God of their life. Thank you for this whole Sunday. Thank you for the victory. Thank you for the guys at the Hope Center that you're starting to work in their life. Thank you for a Renewed Church. Thank you for our pastor. Father, thank you for this congregation that week after week accepts us with their open arms to see these guys re- renewed and restored. In the name of Jesus. We give you thanks. In Christ's name, amen. God bless you.
5: round of applause, man. That's amazing. Javi, Javi and Christy, you you and your wife, I don't know where she is. She's usually serving somewhere. She never gives up. She never quits. Uh, We thank God for you. We thank God for your team, for your leadership, for for these Hope Center guys, these these amazing uh, men of God that are uh, just overcoming uh, huge odds. And uh, let's give them one more round of applause. As, as they have said, as they have mentioned, if you know somebody uh, in in Miami or even outside of the the, the, the the Tri-County area, wherever, that needs a program like Hope Center, come and talk to them. Reach out to them. Reach out to me. I'll help you connect with them and, and get them in this program. If you're a man and you want to serve, if you want to volunteer, be it one hour a week to, to, to mentor one man or or uh, a couple hours a week if they're in the phase uh, phase two, I think, phase one, two hours a week. However that is, man, if you want to give to this, if you want to offer a Bible study or serve in some capacity, they would love it. That's what Hope Sunday's about. That's what we're trying to do, bring awareness to you of this ministry that we're partnered in. We're so excited about it. We praise God for it. also, let me just mention this. You guys could be seated for a second. Did you guys know that that song that we just sang? I, you you probably didn't know this, but that song is an original piece by our very own worship leader, Stephanie. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that good? So you would do her, you would bless her if you would go to Spotify and, and look up Stephanie Nicole. That's her, her performing name or her stage. I don't know what you call that. Her she's got me so confused on what her last name is because i used to call her all kinds of names but uh stephanie nicole and the best is yet to come and uh download that song listen to that song and and uh i i believe the best is yet to come amen uh for a renewed church and uh for our 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 so many different aspects of our ministry and great things let me just do a few announcements and i'm gonna uh, we're gonna uh, move on to baptism um Another uh, one announcement is fi- finding Mr. Wright conference. That's next Saturday, and uh, yeah, you could clap for that. Some of y'all, if you know what it is, some of you are like, I already found Mr. Wright. He's right next to me. That's okay, but you could still go to this conference. It's a great opportunity for for those of you that are looking for Mr. Wright. Even if you're married, you think that Mr. Wright might be that husband. My wife figured out about 20. We're, we've been married 23 years as of yesterday. So uh, yeah, that's good. She figured out 22 years, you know, and, and 364 days ago, that I wasn't Mr. Right. She she figured out that that you know. Mr. Wright is our Heavenly Father, and, and uh, together we're, we're seeking after Him. And so that's what this this um, conference is about next Saturday. Uh, the information is there in the, um, the worship guide on the announcements if you want more information about that. Also, next weekend, next Sunday, is kind of a big sports day. Anybody know what day that is? The Super Bowl. Let's go Dolphins, right? Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so um some of y'all are are super excited about it some of you are excited about the commercials because they 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 spend millions of dollars on these crazy commercials and we have a sermon uh message standalone message next week called 32nd theology and it's, it's centered around um, some of the commercials and the spiritual significance behind those commercials. So don't miss next weekend. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a tailgate afterwards. It's going to be some, some, some tailgaters doing some, bringing some snacks and stuff. It's going to be a great day. Uh, and you won't miss the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is in the afternoon. So come out, and invite a friend for that. And um, let's see. Growth Track is also next weekend. Next next weekend, growth track. Uh, we do it once a month. This is an opportunity for you to learn more about our mission, our vision, our values. It's also an opportunity to learn a bit bit more about yourself. You might not find you might find some things out about yourself that you didn't know. We do a gifts assessment, and in that spiritual gifts assessment, it's a a, a little thing that we take that helps you to identify some of the areas that you might have not known. That you were gifted in. And, and when we talk about gifts, we're talking about the spiritual gifts that the scriptures talk about. So we want you to uh, to come to that, be a part of it. It's next Sunday after the 1035 service and we'll have lunch in that. Okay. Finally, um, well, not finally, we'll do offering and then we're going to do baptism. So if you want to give to Renew, there's three ways to give uh, online through our website, renew.miami. Um, I'm out of order. There's the envelope right there in the seat back in front of you. You can put that money that you're offering in a in a bucket on your way out, or in a box on your way out, or you can give through texting by texting give to seven eight six five six five. 1165. We thank you for your faithfulness in giving. We thank you for your support. There's been uh, several that came out of our financial series that that have taken the 90-day tithing challenge and have trusted God with the tithe. What is the tithe? It's the first. It's not just saying, hey, here's a little offering or here's what's left. The tithe is when I say I'm giving God first. And uh, we, I'm walking with about 21 people that have taken that journey and hearing the testimonies back, hearing them say, Pastor, you wouldn't believe the promotion I got. You wouldn't believe the bonus I got. You wouldn't believe the provision that has, has happened, maybe not even financial, but just the way that God has helped. And I'm thankful for that, for those that have done that. And those of you that haven't done it, I want to challenge you, it's not too late, to trust God with the tithe because he blesses. And He does beyond what you can even ask, think, or imagine. Let's pray over this offering, and then we'll, uh, we'll we're gonna uh, have our baptism candidates come forward. God in heaven, we thank you again for today. Thank you for the service. Thank you for Hope Center, Miami. God, thank you for the great things that are happening through these men. And it's because of uh, the faithfulness of this church. It's because of the faithfulness of some people that even made this happen that we were able to sponsor and partner with Hope Center uh, here. That this this all came to life in the last year and a half or so god i just pray for uh, your continued provision your blessing over the church i pray that you would bless the the giving of your tithes and our offerings use them for the building of your kingdom here and around the world we thank you god for your faithfulness and the faithfulness of the, these your people that are trusting you with the tie that's in jesus precious name we pray and all of god's people said Amen, amen. Okay, so here's, here's it. We're not dismissed yet. I'm going to invite a couple of baptism candidates to come forward. I think there's two, two men. If you guys would make your way, come on, let's give them a round of applause. Come on. Awesome. This is Andrew. God bless you, man. And this is Michael. God bless you. Good to see you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Just sit, stand right there, kind of lined up. Perfect. Let me read this. Dearly beloved, Christian baptism is a sacrament signifying the participation by faith in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and incorporation into his body, the church. It is a means of grace proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The Apostle Paul declares that all who are baptized into Christ Jesus are baptized into his death. We are buried with him through baptism so that just as Christ was raised from the dead, we too are raised to walk in newness of life. As we have been united with him in his death, we will also be united with him in his resurrection. The Christian faith into which you now come to be baptized is affirmed in the Apostles' Creed, which we confess. We believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell the third day. He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he shall come to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Church of Jesus Christ, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life of everlasting will you baptized into this faith if so say i will do you acknowledge jesus christ as your lord and savior and do you believe that he saves you now if so say i do amen amen, amen. come on can we give these guys a round of applause praise god let me pray Let me pray over them, and then as we dismiss, we're going to make our way to the courtyard right in the front, and we ask that you stay just for this baptism. It's going to happen immediately, so it'll only take just a couple minutes, but we want you to celebrate with us in this new life. They have their baptism shirts on. It says, meet the new me. Why? Because they're a new creation in Christ. Amen. Praise God. Heavenly Father. We say thank you. Thank you so much for these men of God. We thank you for the work that you're doing in them and the transformation that's happening, God. I just pray that your blessing and your provision, your 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 help would be with them as they uh, stand for you, as they, they die to the old ways, the old Andrew, the old Michael, God, to be raised to new life in Jesus Christ. God, I just pray that you would uh, just keep them, help them. I pray that your... your um, Your presence would be with Him, and that the best is yet to come would be a a, a song in their heart and and a, a life lived out, no matter what their past was, no matter what yesterday held, that from this day forward, they're fully surrendered, fully following you. We love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Awesome. God bless you. Go in His peace. You are dismissed.